Good afternoon and welcome to Tree Talk, episode 166. With myself, Jack Neville, and Matt O'Callaghan of the Weekly Observer and Vale Star. Um, we're only one week out from Christmas, but it's still very hectic for a lot of teams in, in Limerick with the most championships going on. We also had the draw for the Fitzgibbon Cup this morning. We had um, a couple of Munster Finals at the weekend. The Munster Finals look forward to. There's so much to look forward to. So do stay tuned for all that. Impression again, we get old with what you put in. It's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go and get it. No more about it. But not so much control in the centre of the field from Kilkenny as Richie Bennett sends it high and over the bar. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound worth the goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pounds worth the goods, can you? Just about kept in. Oh, well, it's Charlie Buckley. To do that to Tomas O'Shea, he deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second game. Limerick went out there from the world court today. No more about him. He made all the run. That was it. Put the ball over the barrel. The fact of it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. Is there much time left? Sympathy in this game for anybody. Matt, we're 10 days from Christmas Day, and we had five games by my reckon that we had at the weekend. That's gone. We have another huge game this weekend. It's a it's a far cry from last year. It is indeed, Jack. It's it's it, it's a far cry. First of all, we, we we didn't have a Munster Championship last year, Munster Clubs Championship, and secondly. We didn't have um, a Limerick under-21 football championship. And um, we're, we're, we're down now. And it's, it's a phenomenal achievement, Jack. Um, I, I know there'll be people ringing in now and then texting us in and saying that you're happening on about this all the time. But um, it has to be said, it's a phenomenal achievement, Jack, to um, uh, get through the programme of games that we had to, or that Limerick GA had to, and to do it so successfully. Believe it or not, there are two games in this county outstanding as we speak. And one of them is down for Friday night, which is the under-21A final. is on at 8 o'clock in Mick Neville Park between Neighbours, Adair and Kildima Palace Kenry. And then the curtain will come down on the under-21 under football championship and on the Limerick domestic programme on Sunday at 2 o'clock in Capamore when St. Patrick. And and the hand lock horns for the junior for the under twenty one B title, like it, it has been a phenomenal achievement, Jack. That make no mistake about it. Right across all our codes, you know, um, but perfectly streamlined hurling football, Komogi ladies football. Um, Komogi finished last week. Um, uh, ladies football finished the week before. Hurling is finished. Now we're down to two outstanding football championship games. Jack, there are very few counties in this country that can say that. Yeah. Given the uh, given the circumstances of the year. And you're absolutely right. It's it's fantastic that we had club hurling last weekend, three games. And that we have club football this, this coming weekend with Newcastle West going to Tralee. Plus those two finals. And uh, as you said, we're just ten days out from Christmas. Yeah, and we look we look ahead to those games and look back on the previous games in just a minute. But I just want to start when we were speaking last Friday. We knew the All Star team, we knew Limerick had broke the record with the twelve, and obviously there's there was a couple that we weren't very happy about. We'll move on from that. But on Friday night, it was confirmed that Keen Lynch hurler the year for the second time. 
never really in doubt, I suppose, Matt, from probably the first half against Tipperary when he nearly single-handedly kept Limerick in the game and drove on from there. And then no one will ever forget his All-Ireland final performance. But just for Keane, he's only the second player ever to win the GAA, JPA, Quarter of the Year Award, um, just behind Henry Shefflin now and at 25. You wouldn't back against him. Um, that's that's that what I was going to say, Jack. You get you get uh, you you'd get very short odds against him doing it now. Uh, you know, uh, at, at at the way he's playing, and it, you know he's he's just coming into his peak. And um, are we surprised? Not at all. How 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 could we be surprised? But like in fairness, in fairness to Keane Lynch, he has seen off the challenge of two players that in other years would probably be shoo-ins for um for for Hurler Gear, Sean Finn and Kyle Hayes. You know? So, you know, it's it's like we we, we don't have to say it about the uh, about the the virtues and and the sweetest skills that 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 Keen Lynch has. Look look he, he's a player apart. To me the greatest hurler of all times. And I you know people have challenged me about that and you know I I will defend my stance on that because you know, I, I couldn't, I, I just cannot for the one minute contemplate anybody being better than Keane Lynch. Yeah, it's hard to imagine. I don't know. I haven't... Okay, you, you see, Jack, we, we all look at this fancy, we all look at these fancy um, tricks he does and they're, 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 they're wonderful to see. But, you know, there's an awful lot more to Keane Lynch than that. He, he's the ultimate team player. And and Keen Lynch, you you see Keen Lynch, and this to me is the greatest attribute of all. And you touched it there at the very start when you mentioned about the monster final. Keen Lynch is seen at his best when Limerick need him most, which is absolutely fantastic. And like that performance in the monster final was one for the ages. But Jack, it, that 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 was routine for him. He said he surpassed it in the All Ireland final. Yeah, like his involvement, like in 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 chalking up three eighteen in the first half, his involvement in all those scores, and the way he pulled the Cork defence all over the place, and all the problems that he caused for Cork on the day, and setting up two goals, like it's just simply phenomenal, Jack. The the you know, um, this stuff is off the charts, you know. Yeah. It it is simply phenomenal. and like. You know, it's just, it's simply phenomenal. He has brought the game of hurling to a new level. Simple as that, Jack. Yeah, I don't know if he's the greatest ever. I, I don't know if we can say that because obviously we haven't seen a share of him, but I can't imagine anyone more enjoyable to watch just the freedom he plays with, even the flicks and tricks. And oh, 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 you doubting, Jack? Are you joining the the, the, the rest of that gang? Are you? No, I'm just, I'm just saying he, I wouldn't like to say he's the best ever and he's only the same age as me at 25. Well, like, um, well more you time. know... You know, I I got criticised for saying move over Mackie and Ring, um, step in Jack Lynch or um, uh, Keen Lynch. Um, like I I could I cannot contemplate anybody being a better hurler number one, um, and somebody in already. Don't be the prisoner of the moment. The moment is a very long moment. That shall minute or it's 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 a, it's a six year seven year moment at the moment. And it looks like doesn't stopping anytime soon. So, um, like, like his his contribution to Limerick minor under twenty one senior Jack phenomenal, phenomenal. Just 
exception, fully deserving. I know, I know we're, 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 we're comparing people with different eras, but, but the game has moved on so much. The game is much faster now. You know, and like if you look at all old footage, the man to man one to fifteen, that's that 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 that's gone out the window. That's gone down with the flood. Um, we 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 have a complete new approach to the game. And you ask yourself, how how would the greats of the past, you know, how how would they adapt to the present game? And the fitness level that's demanded, the commitment that's demanded on in the present day. I stand over what I say, Jack. And they can text in a way there now and I'll argue with every one of them individually. Send them on, Jack. I, I know I know for a fact that you, you'll argue with all of them individually. But before, while we're talking about Keane Lynch and Limerick in general, um, we got confirmation of their their fixtures for the year. Um, on February 6th, the Herders are back in action. They travel to Wexford Park. We had a really feisty game there, I think it was two years ago. Two years before that was obviously the day that Dave Fitz got one on us, John Kiley's first game in charge. Then on the 12th of February at 7 o'clock, Saturday evening, Galway come to the Toulouse Gaelic Crowns, Corker in the Gaelic Crowns on February 27th at quarter four. Then it's Clare in Cusick Park on March 6th. And then March 20th, um, we host Offaly in Toulouse Gaelic Crowns. And then for the footballers, home to Longford, away to Antrim, at home to Loud. Um, away to Wicklow, home to Westmead, away to Leash, and then a host to Bray in the final round. And the football kind of works two football weekends in a row, then a week off for the Hurland, two weeks on, a uh, week off, and two weeks on. Was there anything that stood out for you from them, those fixtures, Matt? Only the excitement? No, no, no. But um, obviously, Jack, that, 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 that the, Wexford, um, the Wexford one is going to be a tough call. Um, any, any, time, um, any time that you have. Um, um, you know that you travel to Wexford, um, it's going to be difficult. They'll have a new manager coming in there, and Dara Egan. He will want to hit the ground running, but it it it'll be slightly different to to last year, of course, because um, in the run into the league last year, there there, there was no preseason through through the month of January. So, like managers, um, that they, they were confronted with a different sort of a situation. They were confronted with using the league. As 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 you know, for giving fellas a trial now, that they, they, they will still use the league for for for, for trying out guys, but they, they they will have an earlier opportunity in 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 the monster um in the monster senior hurling league and in the McGrath Cup to do so this year. Now the the, the monster senior hurling league is truncated this year, in that it is it has been reduced to a knockout. And um, of course, as you know, um, Kerry will play Tipperary in the first round, and um, the winners of that game are home to Lim are, are away to Limerick. Limerick are at home to the winners of Kerry and Tipperary, and then you have Clare and Waterford on the other side. Now, where are Cork? You might ask. Um, Cork, Cork have opted out of the Munster Senior Hurling League because um, it coincides with 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 with, with their team holiday, which is which is quite acceptable or quite understandable. Although I suppose in terms of a size of a county like Cork, you'd wonder would would they have tried, especially after winning two All-Ireland under-20s in a row, that, that there would be a, a pool of players there that, you know, that, that you know, it would be worth running the rule over them in, 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 in that kind of a competitive atmosphere. But they have opted for what they've opted and that's it. Now, the football is... is, is um, is uh, is divided in two threes, so you you'll have two games. You you must remember, Jake, now that Limerick are the holders of both of these competitions. 
when they were last played, they won a spectacular double at the Gaelic Grounds when they beat Cork footballers and hurlers on the one evening. Now, Limerick are, they, Limerick got the short straw on this one in, in that um, they travelled to Kerry in the opening round and they have Tipperary at home in the second round. But uh, look, um, these competitions, you know, I, I'm sure that John Kiley and Billy Dee would be approaching these competitions to use them just to see see what players um, you know they have at their disposal. Now, winning winning these competitions is a bonus. Although I, I suppose there was a time back in 2016 and 2017 when we grabbed a hand of you for any kind of silverware. I remember we beat in Cork in the uh, it was the Waterford Crystal. Um, Cup one, one, one evening in Mallow and there was great glee over it and you, you'd you nearly need a juggernaut to bring home the trophy um, it, it was so big and so precious but um, yeah look they, 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 they will be used as a basis for trying out for the league and I, I, I'm sure with the championship coming up so soon again now with this twist, uh, with, with an All-Ireland final um, penciled in for, for, for July that, that you, 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 you will see um, you, you will see a certain amount of experimenting in the league, but not to the same extent, I would say, suggest as that you saw in 2021, Jack. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see um, what kind of new players we'll see. We might, we might talk about that next week. But for now, we'll go on to last weekend. Um, we'll start with last Sunday, Kilmallock versus Middleton in the two Skellic rounds. And if, if you didn't know it beforehand, Kilmallock are contenders for the All-Ireland. That's just one star. An awesome display. Well, yeah, I, I, I had them down as contenders for the All-Ireland back as far back as 2014 and and, and 2015, um, Jack. And um, I, I was disappointed that it didn't come to fruition, obviously. And if I'm deadly honest, I, I would have thought that such ambitions had passed this group of players. But they, they, they certainly have, Kilmallock have, have seriously, seriously regrouped, Jack, and and what we saw what we saw last Sunday was more of the same of what we saw in the semi final and the final of the county championship, but measurably better, which yeah. is a good sign of a team. Now we expressed worries here last week in this medium, Jack, about um, about um, the the, the seven week layoff, and and we got an insight as to how Kilmallock handled it in in Tony Considine's post-match interview where, where he said that look we gave him two weeks off after the county final and anyone he said should be glad to have five weeks to prepare for a monster championship so obviously you know he had a carefully laid plan and like they hit the ground running Jack in many ways Kilmallock and Middleton mirrored Cork and Limerick in the All-Ireland final Yeah. now the same disparity wasn't there between them on the scores at the end but like was there at any stage in the game that you thought that Middleton were going to beat Kilmallock last Sunday? I don't think you, there was. No. You know, after 10 minutes, you knew the game was up. You know, you know it was Kilmallock. They were, they, they, they were just sparking. Like, Michal Houlihan is in the form of his life. You know, scoring for fun. And like, the games that Robbie Handley has played... The last three games that he has played for Kilmallock, Jack Derrett is simply phenomenal level. He's been absolutely outstanding around, yeah, around the I'm, middle. Day. 
Aaron Costa beside him as well. Um, yes, never absolutely. That, that was an inspired move on the part of Kilmallock, um to, to put Aaron at, at, at midfield. And of course, they, they could afford to do so for the simple reason that they had Dan Joy to, to, to slot in it in, 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 in full back line. Yeah, like they had an abundance of riches. It's 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 um like the Kilmallock defense. Like we were critical of the Kilmallock defense um, for the concession of five goals against um against um South Liberties, and we were worried about him going forward. You know that were that to be a repeat, that that it could have serious consequences. But by God, Jack, they, they have learned from it. They have learned from it, and you'd wonder. And I'd be quite convinced that um, um, had Kilmallock not stepped off the gas a small bit um, in the second half, and especially in the concluding stages, would Middleton have got the goal? I don't think they would. No, Kilmallock knew knew the game was up. Um, probably. The game, the, the game was over. Like um, Tony Considine, Rory Gantley, and Paul Tobin, they've done a fantastic job with this team. And of course, like you, you, you can't argue about the job that they've done for the last seven weeks to keep the focus. And like we were expecting, and we were fearing that it would be Middleton that would hit the ground running, and and really put it up to Kilmallock. But it was the other way around. Sixty-three seconds, Jack. Kilmallock had scored twice. Yeah, almost you know, identical score as well. Paul O'Brien's score is very reminiscent to the one he got in 2013 once yeah. the final to kickstart that day way out the field. And what I was saying there about Aaron Costello to have the luxury to have an intercounty cornerback in midfield, he doesn't look like cornerback at all. He's brilliant, brilliant hurler. Absolutely, um, but um, we always knew that that, that um, uh, we always knew about his hurling skills, and we knew about his defensive skills, and and um, like you know, um, he's. He's just a, the energy, the level of energy he 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 brings around there um, is, is is just simply phenomenal. And uh, himself and Robbie Handley have, have formed a very 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 formidable partnership. Now Graham Mull didn't reach the, the didn't reach the standard that he reached in the county final. Maybe the supply did didn't go his way. Maybe Ocean didn't reach the Ocean O'Reilly didn't reach the standard he reached in in the county final and semi final. Jack, that's money in the bank going into the Munster final. Yeah, there's a lot of money in the bank for Kilmallock. Um, obviously, Ocean O'Reilly was quiet. They still slipped over three or four points. He's kind of got to that level now where mm-hmm. you're, you'll be happy to leave him to two or three points because he's just at that mm-hmm. level. Um, and as well, Paddy O'Loughlin only introduced off the bench, probably not out of necessity at all, probably just to give Paddy a few few minutes. Um, there's a yeah. lot of positives for Kilmallock going into the final. Absolutely, and the way they coped with the threat of, of Conor Lahan and Luca Farrell, like who ex ex Cork singer players, like they 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 they, they, they the defense practically rendered them anonymous. Yeah, you know, was. which um, ta- talking about the the the, the defense, um, like since that South Liberties game, and yeah, they got the wake up call against South Liberties, and by God, Jack, have they responded to it? They have. You mentioned that the fence there, it's been anchored by Kieran O'Connor, who has come in instead of um, Paddy O'Loughlin. And yeah. Kieran has been immense at centre-back. Um, Liam English as well in the corner. Two younger yeah. lads just playing brilliant, brilliant stuff. Yeah, but the two, Ollach- the two O'Loughlin brothers, Jack, have, have really found their, their best form again. Absolutely. Oh, Mark is, getting, Mark is back to his very, very best at full-back. And like, Philip is having a fantastic year as, as captain, you know? Yeah, no, they're just they're playing they're a well-oiled machine at the moment they obviously play Bally Gunner 
in the Munster final. That was just confirmed there a few minutes ago for the 9th of January in Turles. Um, we'll have plenty of time to talk about that game, Matt, but Just and Belly Gunner, they probably only scraped over the line against Lockmore, Castellani, um, 2-11-12 points. Lockmore lost both McGrath brothers to send an offs. The only thing is, Ballygunner know how to win. They won it in 19. They were in finals in 15, 17. Um, sorry, they won in 18. They were in finals in 15, 17, and 19. They know how to play at this stage. Um, you can imagine every single player that they have now has played in the Munster final, which will be a small benefit for them, whereas Kermalek will be relying on the probably six or seven that were there in 14. But it's it's a great matchup. We'll talk about it more in a few weeks. But Oh yeah, but but, uh, but the, the the thing about it is, um, those Ballygunner players may have been in in three or four finals, but they've won one, is it? Yeah, one out of four. Well, yeah, I mean, um, Kilmallock have won one out of one. But a lot of the players haven't played in them. We'd say Barry Hennessy, the two O'Loughlins, Robbie Hanley was there thereabouts that time. He was. Paddy O'Brien was there. The Ga- Gavin O'Mahony was there. Kevin O'Donnell yeah. was there. Graham Mulcahy was there. Yeah, there's a nice there's a nice turnover. But look, that's a game that we can we can look forward to. Um, Robbie Egan, Robbie Egan was there. Rob came on last Sunday. Yeah, um, that's obviously January 9th. We won't we won't run that now, Matt, because we'll do a full in depth preview. But it's great to have a Munster final to look forward to. We could have had two um, with Mungris uh, against Corsi Rovers, a brilliant brilliant game in very tough conditions. Um, there's chalk and cheese between the conditions for Kimalak and for Mungris and. Munger are, are a lovely playing side, and they stuck that for for the the eighty minutes. In the end, they they trailed. They, for, they trailed you know, for most of the game. Disappointing, Jack. I suppose they got they got the they probably got the kind of a stop that we feared for after yeah. the layoff, um, coupled with the concession of that early goal. Um, but 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 apart from that, they they they, they really really acquitted themselves well, and really, I suppose. They had opportunities, Jack, late in regulation time um, that, that they could and should have probably won the game. Like, it, it took them a bit of time to find their rhythm, and it, it, it looked for the first 20 minutes like that it was going to be Corsi Rovers' day all day. Um, but, you know, suddenly, as as you said, when, when, when Mungret found their rhythm, and they're a very, very nice hurling team, and when they made a few changes, and and uh, when when they got to grips with Sean Toomey, who who is an All Ireland, um, a double All Ireland winner with um, uh, under Cork. twenty winner with Cork, and and uh, also um, he 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 um, he has got a couple of runs with the Cork senior team, um, so would would be, would be a very very good hurler. But like w- once they got to terms with him, you know. They, 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 they really settled in, into their game and they're most, most unlucky that they're not looking forward to a final, Jack. Yeah, very unlucky. You mentioned Sean Toomey there. I suppose it was Pia Begley moving back to him at fullback. Um, yes. Quite into him a lot. But for Munger coming into the game, they obviously had a huge loss in Liam Lynch, who has Tories Cruciate. Like, in, give your best wishes to Liam because he was exceptional in that county final. And I was talking to Shula Munger boys and they were saying just how young he is, but how, how well he, he holds himself. And he was a key figure and it. The pressure didn't, like, he didn't feel that pressure at all, but he was a huge loss. But around him then, the likes of Paul O'Brien, who would have been the kind of Liam Lynch before Liam Lynch, stood up to play it, got that late free. Naim Mulcahy got three more points from play to add to all the goals. Like, Munger battled really hard. And it, it, it was disappointing from a Limerick point of view to see him fall, but they will have their say in the Senior B competition next year, judging from Saturday's performance. 
Oh yeah, they 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 have nothing to fear, Jack. And um, we, uh, we 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 taught as much that they 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 would have very very little to fear. And um, like I agree totally with Liam Lynch. The only thing I I I I, I um, don't entirely agree with you was when you said he had a great county final. I would change that. I would expand that to say he had a great county championship. Yeah. Because we we certainly know in Glenroe how good he was in the semi final. So, um, yeah, look, he 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 has been a revelation this year, um, Liam Lynch. Because you must remember, Jack, it's only twelve months ago since Liam Lynch was playing minor hurling. Like he he has he's made a spectacular transition from from minor, um, to to intermediate to premier intermediate and now to senior. And we wish him the very very best of luck with 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 his recovery. But he he, he was a huge loss. He was a huge loss because he was the free taker. Like mm. he had taken over the free taking duties from Paul O'Brien. Now, all right, Paul O'Brien got that excellent free at 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 at, at the finish. But um, that that is disruption to any team, Jack. If if you lose your free taker, and I suppose it speaks volumes for Mungret in itself that um, that they had a free taker of the caliber of of Paul O'Brien to step up in Liam Lynch's absence. Mm. But um, uh, yeah, he was he, he was an absolutely huge huge loss. Yeah, it it, it was a mischance for Mungret, but at the in the grand scheme of things and talking to Liam Crone after the game he said the same thing the year was a positive as a whole the number one goal would have been getting up to senior and that was achieved and looking at Caroline then in the junior championship not to go away from Munger too quickly but Caroline very close against Pelly Gilbin again um Jack, we could be points. we could be looking at we could be looking at three finalists yeah and for Caroline it is really disappointing again they reached her main goal is was to get from junior mm. and Talking to Paddy McCarthy after the game, he said their main goal was to get two wins and to avoid the relegation playoffs. They obviously went way further than that, won the championship. They're going to play an intermediate next year. But as you said, we could be looking forward to three months of finals. But for for Caroline against a really strong wind in the first half, they're down by a point. They eventually got ahead, but then a sucker punch goal, I, I, I suppose, was the turn of the game. But again, another... Another team like Munger, Caroline, can be really proud of their efforts and can look forward to 2022 now with kind of high hopes. They can. They, they certainly can. And you're right. There were six points to five down at halftime, having played against a strong breeze. And like all the metrics were suggesting that it it, 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 it was Caroline's to, to lose at that stage. But it, it just didn't happen. But like you're, you're saying there about, about um, the modest expectations that Pat, Pat McCarthy voiced after the game. Like um I I would say now and I you know I, I tipped them to um I tipped them to lose against Pally Brown. I tipped them to lose in the semi-final against St. Patrick's and I tipped them to lose in St. Kieran's um in, in, in the final and um um which I've been reminded of a good few times now I did tip them to lose against uh, against against Pally Giblin and um but but um, what I see about Caroline was that uh, that they're an excellently coached side, um, and that um, coach um, Damien Galan and his management team have got the absolute maximum out of them. And um, like like Jack, we, we 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 could and possibly should be talking about a different story about Caroline this evening that they could be have been in the monster final. But like. Jack, I've seen it over the years. 
um, that, 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 that has been a long tradition between Glenroe and Caroline, going right back to the county final of 74 when we beat him in, in, in the county junior A final, um, uh, that Caroline do not die easy. Caroline don't do rollover. You know that they they are one of the most spirited clubs, and um, like they, they they've done a it's a fantastic achievement what they have achieved, Jack. But it could be it could be just that little bit better had they got over the line on 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 Sunday. Now they they will reflect on twenty twenty one and reflect on it uh, as a very very successful year, and and it is a very very successful year. Very, very successful year. And they should have very few inhibitions and and, and doubts about their, their ability going forward. Yeah, um, that Junior A Championship is arguably the hardest championship to get out of. Um, and we saw what, what Crokill Finney did when they came out of it. So Caroline, again, usually positive year. Munger, usually positive year. Just, it, it's kind of a case of of what-ifs. And I suppose another team at the weekend, another Limerick team that had a what-if in Munster was Mona Gay. They lost their Munster Intermediate Ladies Football final by a, a single point against Castellan and Desmond's. And um, I wasn't at that game. No, it was not streamed. I was at the, the Munger game, so I missed it. But they were they were leading by six four. They led throughout the game, Matt. And again, a goal turned the game uh, against them. But when they look back in their year, Mona Gay, and look, you hate to say that because everything goes out to win these games. But really credible performance. For Monaghan against the Kerry champions, who'd always fancy really in football. You would, you would, but you know, um, the the the, the Monaghan went into the game with a, a certain amount of pedigree. Um, like they, they they won a they won a good county championship in Limerick, and and um, you know it's 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 very few teams that go into Cork territory and beat a Cork team in ladies football. And and Monaghan did that and did did it convincingly enough when they defeated Valley Rovers in 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 the semi final, and um, you're right they, they they led they led I think Jack up till about the fifty second minute. Yeah, the goal. They, they, they were two points clear when they were stuck with that goal, <coughs> and won five to seven points. Was the final was the final um was the final score heartbreak for for um Monaghan. Uh, they will reflect on the year as being very successful, I suppose. Um, you, you, you cannot say a year was anything but successful if you win your county championship. Because when you go into provincial fair, um, you're into bonus territory and you're into champions territory. And um, they, they, they probably will be, they, they'll probably be disappointed. I think they'll be disappointed, Jack, to have come so near. Um um, breaking that duck and getting the the, the getting uh, getting a monster a monster title. They were all so close, um, you know, because these opportunities um, don't come around too often. Like you have, you come 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 twenty twenty two, which we'll have it in a quarter fortnight, three weeks time. You've got to go again, and everybody is back to the starting line, and you've got to do it all over again. Get through your county, which is very very difficult, and. Then get to a monster, get into a monster championship, and possibly win a quarter final, maybe and a semi final, before you get to a final. So, like these are the type of opportunities, especially for clubs in the club championships, because of the structure of the clubs championships, that you know you 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 you've got to make those opportunities when they come around count. Yeah, uh, you know, 
it, it's not a, a competition you set out to win is a once once you're there you might only be there once for a lot of people they'll tell you there once but for that more gay side a lot of them will have one championship in the turn of the year with newcastle so there is some solace in that but Look, huge commiserations to, to Munger, Caroline and Monaghan who give a great account for Limerick in the most championship because I was looking to the record there recently. It has been pretty poor the last decade or so in the Pierce side. So even though there wasn't wins on the board, there's definitely progress being made and Kilmallock will fly the flag um, for another few weeks and we'll get to Newcastle in a minute. But there was another game last weekend that we'll just touch upon. Um, it might have been lost in the midst of all the games, but the Junior B Camogie Championship final um, Dune beat St. Aylby's 1-7 to 6 um, I wasn't at it myself did you get any report from the game or I wasn't at it either Jack but I, I just got bits and pieces of it but obviously it was a very very close game between um, we, we, we spoke about it here last week what I would consider two emerging teams at, at that level and now Dune will get an opportunity to play that trade at A level last year Like there was a school of thought going around um, as the championship reached its concluding stages based on the group stages and what have you that, that Dune were far too strong for the competition check they were made work all the way by St. Elby's yeah. and and 62 year old Pauline McCarthy um, was among the scorers for St. Elby's and um, county secretary and All-Ireland 20 under 14 winning um, intermediate goalkeeper Sheila Minahan Line, line, lined out in goals with with with, with St. Elby's. so and you had the Collins sisters in in opposition, um, one with Dune and the other with um with St. Elby's. So it 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 it, it, was, it was an interesting day, an interesting game, a very very close game. Um, congratulations to Dune. Um, they're pointing the way for their men folk. Um, getting getting to the final and 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 winning it, and um, commiserations with LBs who were in line for a Juno B double. The previous week they had defeated Drum Drum Bradford in 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 the Juno B football final, um, but on this occasion came up short and not very short. Now one seven to six points. Um, uh, Dune had a huge, huge win over Kilmallock in the, in, in in the semi final, and um, we, now. St. Elby's were equally impressive in their semi-final against Tourna Fuller. But um, uh, it, 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 it was Dunes Day and they, 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 they will be able to pit themselves now and benchmark themselves at a higher level next year. Yeah, so as, as we said, um, congratulations to Dune, commiserations to St. Elby's that, that goes along with the three last in Munster. We have a Munster Championship game to look forward to this weekend, Matt, and one that I'm really looking forward to. Um, Newcastle West versus Austin Stacks, um, truly interly, um, in the Munster Senior Club Football Championship semi final. It's been a long time since we had a, a Munster Club semi final. Look forward to for, for a Limerick club. Um, Newcastle obviously ended a 13 year, year wait for Limerick's win in, in the championship, but you probably couldn't get harder than the Kerry champions in their own backyard, Matt. No, no. No, you you couldn't, Jack. Um, you couldn't write for it, even you know it could hardly script it. Um, but it is what it is, and like you you were there during the week when we were speaking with um, Jimmy Lee and 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 um, and Dean Corbett, and like we, we when we raised that particular question, um, you know, um, I I got a very good sense from the two lads, you know, that 
um, they have a very, very, very good attitude going into the game. Like, um, ju- just, just, just to remind everybody, like there was a toss for home and away between, and Austin Stacks won the toss. You know, so how <coughs> that game um, was decided, the venue for that game was decided by the toss of a coin. I don't know, because I thought they were nearly all preset home and away. But it is what it is anyway. And um, th- that that's the way the, Jimmy Lee made the point that he thought they were going to carry anyway. So yeah. which which is a very, very good way of, the, the, you know, um, no wallowing on that look of, of, of the flip of the coin, or bad look on the flip of the coin. But, um, yeah, I tell you, you know, um, we, we, we were wondering as well, and um, happening back on this about the, the, the long layoff that, that Newcastle West had, they had it, um, but they've had the opportunity to get it out of their system with, with their game against them, um, with the Nair, um, which... Um, the denier, uh, they're tough customers when they come out of Waterford. They have been in three or four Munster finals, they've been knocking on the door. Actually, the last time Stacks won the Munster Championship in 2014, it was denier. They narrowly defeated in the final. Well, mm. when I say narrowly, <coughs> as far as I recollect, it was 3 7 to 2 5. So, yeah, five points in it. So, like um, and then you know the the, the conditions, they they probably militated against Newcastle West more than they militated against them um, against Denier for the simple reason that um, Newcastle West had been out of action since you could almost say the autumn. Well, you know mid autumn, and and um, whilst Denier had been in action two weeks beforehand in in, in the in in the Waterford final, but that that it, it it's a level playing pitch now. Because both sides had big games the same weekend. Um, like the Kerry champions, Jack, the Kerry champions, you know, they're automatically looked upon as being as being one of the favorites for the championship. You know, now they had it, they they, they didn't get it all their own way in Kerry. Um Austin Stacks, like they were involved in a Tralee Derby in in, in the Kerry County final against Cadence O'Rahillies. And um like they just got over the line, the Jack. This this after um um Cairns is losing two players early on, including David Morn. Yeah. We all know what David Morn brings brings to any game. So um like Newcastle West, um from talking with the two lads, they've no inhibitions about going to Tralee. Um they 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 their record in Munster, Jack, is impressive. You might say, why do I say it's impressive that in their last three outings, they only won one. But like they, they, they lost narrowly to Clonmel in Clonmel in, in 2015 and, and to, to, to Clonmel Commercials. Clonmel Commercials went on to win the, the, win the Monster Championship. 2019, they lost narrowly to Nemo Rangers, was in Mallow. And Nemo Rangers went on and won the Monster Championship. So, yeah. like, um, you have to sense they were both semi-finals. You have to sense that the game under their belts will be of huge, huge benefit to them. They will have laid the bogey of Limerick teams not winning for 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 um, for thirteen years, and like they 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 they, they certainly have shortened the odds 
of a Limerick team getting to the Munster final for the first time in 13 years. Yeah, they were. It's, it's 13 years ago since we won a game in the Munster Championship. And the last game we'd won in the Munster Championship was a Munster final when Trumbotford beat Kilmore Ibrakan in the Gaelic Grounds. Yeah, so um, you know that 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 millstone has gone out, gone off Limerick's um, Limerick club's neck at the moment. So you know, I I I think Newcastle West are going to Tralee on Sunday. They're going there with the right with the right attitude in the right frame of mind, and they're prepared to give it a right good go. Now Seamus Hurley is going to be out. We wish him the very very best of luck. Um, yeah. Jimmy Lee confirming during the week that he broke his elbow. Um, and but that, that he's that he's on the road to recovery, and the, 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 like the prognosis and the hopes for Kean Sheehan is very good. Um, in that 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 he, he's likely to line out, and of course he's a hugely influential player himself. And Ian Carbert around the middle are absolutely huge players for um for um for Newcastle West. Um, I think Newcastle West are going to Tralee with a right good chance, Jack. Yeah, they are. And you mentioned uh, the pitch a while ago and conditions. It, it will be interesting because the way we have it at the moment, it's it's very cold. Where I am, there, I haven't seen a drop of rain in a good few days. That if we, if we can just stay cold, the pitch should hold up. That Newcastle are kind of a running side, the likes of Ian Corbett and Keane Sheehan and Darren Doherty and, the, and these kind of fellas, that they like to run the ball. They're really strong men. Dermot Kelly, Brian Nix, these fellas that... If, it, if it's a hard ground, because it was very soft in Newcastle, um, nothing that they could do about that or whatever, but it was very soft. And if it can be hard, um, that they'd probably be, it'd probably suit them more because Austin Sachs are probably, they're similar enough in that they're a hard running team, but they're also very good kick passers and a strong defensive unit that sometimes you just have to run at um, to break down. So the conditions could play their part. Yeah, uh, could, could, could play their part. And I, I don't know what the forecast is for um we're four days out now at the moment, so um, um, yeah, you're right, Jack. I agree with you. Um, um, you you're saying Newcastle West are kind of a top of the top of the ground team, and um, certainly they are, and they, they they like to run and move it around. Um, it it it's, it certainly could be it could be a factor. Yeah, and one one player that will definitely be a factor is Kieran Donaghy for Austin Sachs. I don't think you even have to know football. To know Kieran Donnie and just talking to, to Jimmy Lee about Kieran, he understands the impact he'll have. And before you give your take on Kieran, just this clip from Jimmy Lee when he essentially praises Kieran Donnie, not too much time saying that Newcastle will have a man to stop him. Uh, it is, uh, look, I mean, in fairness to Kieran, he, he's, he's a talented individual. Um, you know, he's talented at, at basketball as well, you know. So, I mean, um, you know, it's a, it's a test, John. Um, but sure someone has to take on the task, um, you know, so at some stage, I have no problem in putting any of our lads on. Um, they'll do the job that needs to be done, um, you know, fairly and squarely. I suppose there's two questions that arise from that, Matt. First of all, the impact of Kieran Donny, but also the confidence that Jimmy Lee has in his players. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and that, that that's um, that, that's what I addressed at the outset of this little segment of the podcast. You know that I I I I I have a sense, and we got a sense there that you know New, New, Newcastle West are going there with a very very good attitude, and um, they, they, they are in a good place. Um, Donahue, Kieran Donahue is absolutely an absolutely fantastic and hugely in, in influential player, but um, um, it it, it 
it looks to me, I think you put it to 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 um to Jimmy, would, would it be possible that we might see big Mike McMahon on him? Um yeah. like for like I, I doubt it somehow. I I doubt it somehow. Yeah. I I I think um you know, if Tim Donahue is full back, I think uh, full forward, I think will probably be down the heart. He will be picking him up the full back. So, um, I, 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 I don't know, but he, he tends to roam out a bit. Um, but he, he certainly is, you know, he's a hugely influential figure on the edge of the square. And I, I agree with him. And, you know, I'm a huge fan of Tim Donahue's. Absolutely. Um, he, he's been absolutely fantastic for Kerry, been fantastic for Stacks over the years. And um, but you know, you, you, when you're in, in at this stage of any championship, you're going to come up against these type of players, and you've got to be, you've you've got to be prepared for it. We spoke about it there about Kilmallock while ago in the context of of um, of um, um, Conor Lehan and Luca Farrell, and we saw the type of job they did, and indeed Caroline did a very very good job as well, and Dara O'Flynn. Um, who has been called up to the Cork Singer panel. You'll remember he got 10 points against Limerick in the Munster in the 20 final last year. Caroline restricted him to five. So, um, um, yeah, I, 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 I think it will be, as, 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 as Jimmy said, I, is he going to delegate somebody? Um, if, if you delegate, if Kieran Danny is full forward and you delegate somebody other than your full back to mark him, you're changing around your team, Jack. Yeah, and I, I think, think the, I think the Newcastle West defense has served has served them very very well during the championship. Yeah, when I said about Mike McMark, I was only I was only ball up, and we saw the impact that Robbie Burke going back Mark and Mike Mack had on Adair's attack in the the Limerick final. So I don't think it'd be very beneficial for Newcastle to be moving Mike back there. I suppose mm -hmm. in Mike McMahon, Newcastle have the closest thing to Kieran Danny probably going around just. And very strong physical man, brilliant in the air, very good with his feet as well, well able to kick a point. So, um, like for like, I would like to see them from the throw in, and then they can revert back to their, their full forward position. So, we would like to see maybe the throw in battle at the start and after half time from a personal point of view. But, well, because... well, Mike McMahon has, has a tendency to come to midfield for the throw in anyway. So, if 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 Kim Dunahy is so inclined, you might get your wish on that one, Jack. Yeah, and I'd say to the other two midfielders, I'd say just stand back and let them at it. And whoever wins fair and square and game on. But you were like you sound like you're pretty confident in, in Newcastle West chances. And we both are in their chances, but can you see them winning? I suppose I'm looking for a prediction here. It's it's going to, it's going to be very, very difficult. And um you'd you'd have to say that you think that Austin Stacks are going to win, but I I would not be surprised well Newcastle West to win it. You know, they like. I got the sense of of of, of speaking with some of the, um, and I spoke with quite a few of the, the Newcastle West players immediately after they beat it there in the county final, and I, I was amazed. I actually remarked it. I don't know whether I remarked it to yourself. You know, because you 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 you, you when you talk to players after winning a county final and when you reference. Um, a Munster Club Championship coming up, you kind of get the stock answer that uh, you know. That's for another day. Um, but the Newcastle West players were prepared to engage straight away on it. Um, it looked as if their minds had switched to it um, the minute the final whistle went. And that, like, in this competition for Newcastle West, Jack, there is unfinished business. Yeah. Like, they've been so close on two occasions. And and the team that beat them went, went on to win. So, 
Yeah, I, I, I give him a right chance, Jack. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Newcastle are, are going to win and, and reach Munster final. I had said from the outset I thought that they could win Munster, and I still I still do think they can win Munster. I think they just have the players. Yeah, I, I, yeah, like they 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 have a strength and depth. Um, like you you know you look down through their substitutes, and and we've 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 referenced this and, um, like, you know, for a number of years now, um. Uh, like you said out there at the start of the year, and and um, you you compare the panels. Like well, the strongest panel in this county is Newcastle West all day for the last what five six maybe bonds of ten years, and that yeah. hasn't changed. They have an extremely 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 strong panel, you know, and they they have the players to come off the bench. Now Jimmy Lee mentioned some of the players there that hadn't played this year. You know, already we are had played very little football in terms of Championship football. Because of the competition for places, they're in a very, very healthy space. And like, um, you know, whilst I think that that the stacks are favourites, I, I I'm not at all discounting Newcastle West upsetting the odds. Yeah, we we wish Newcastle you know, the best look that game is on at half one this Sunday in Aston Sack Park. Truly, um, probably a bit of advantage for to Aston Sack, but look, we we wish them the best. Um. In more local, I suppose, more county-wide news, I suppose, Matt, the convention was on last night. Um, you were at it. I know there's a few bits you wanted to say about that. I Look, um, Jack, it was, it was a low-key convention. And and just to follow on from from last year, uh, from what, what I said here last week about, um, um, you know, I'm, I'm seriously worried about um, the engagement of clubs and club delegates in the decision-making process within the GAA. And I think last night's convention typified that in that the whole business of convention, Jack, was um, was um, conducted and finished in less than 50 minutes. And you're probably saying to me now that I'm an old fogey um, hang, hankering back to the old days. But I, I remember days in, 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 in the, the, the hall in Sexton Street where, like, where convention went on for five and six hours and you had, what, maybe 30, 40 even. At one stage, I think there was over 50 motions. And you had, you had, you had, you had a huge level of engagement between delegates and representatives of clubs and, by extension, clubs in the decision-making process. This is gone. It's no fault. No fault whatsoever of Limerick GA that the, the convention was only 50 minutes. You know, and they did a lot, an awful lot of good things to report. Um, uh, you know, um, last night, um, apart from, of course, winning the All Ireland, that, yeah. that wasn't the only good thing. Like their their housekeeping business is in very very good order, Jack, and and full marks to them for that. And it's 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 no fault, no no reflection on on Limerick GA that it it it, it is over. But but what it is a reflection in is that the GA has gone down a road now. And I'm talking from headquarters, where um, where the engagement with the grassroots, like we all have this, this we, we we often hear of, um, you know, when their backs are to the wall. In in certain cases, we get these pious platitudes about the importance of 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 the grassroots. The importance of the grassroots is at their conventions and in the decision making process. Like, um, what 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 do we do now if we wanted to make a decision? Do we consult the clubs? No, we don't. We set up a committee, high-powered committee, 
they're usually qualified when they say they're setting up a committee, they're setting up a high-powered committee. Yeah. And we're all supposed to genuflect and say, yes, sir. That, that to me is alien to the association that I joined almost six decades ago, Jack. Totally alien. It's, it's, it's alien. It's, it, 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 it's alien to what the founders of the association aspired for. So um, I honestly think the clubs have got to claw back their input. No input. Yeah. You know, it all, it all starts with the club and, and it finishes with the club. So um, they need to have more power, if not all. Absolutely, power. absolutely. And I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not for one minute blaming Limerick GA. All Limerick GA can do is uh, play the hand of cards they're dealt. Mm. I'm blaming the system that uh, that uh, the clubs have allowed themselves become disenfranchised. In the running of the association. Well, look, it, it, it's it's important to, to highlight these issues, and hopefully, we, we can rectify them. But um, I suppose a bit of, a bit of sad news. It, it's 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 couple, nearly a couple of weeks at this stage, but we lost, unfortunately, another one of Limerick's great gales um, in in Tom McGarry just just over a week ago. Matt, um, I suppose he was he was a man that did it all in his time, really, wasn't he? Ah, uh, Jack, he was. What um, and I got to know him uh, quite well in latter life, and you got to know him yourself. Like uh, he was the friendly face that we met um, when when we'd arrive at the Gaelic grounds, or sometimes arrive in Parky Keeve or or or, or wherever. Um, uh, he usually dealt with the media at the media gate, and and how accommodating and and how helpful he was. But uh, Jack, you know, you talk about a great Gael. We 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 seriously lost. Um, one of the greatest sports people that Limerick ever produced. You know, you just look at his just look at his career. Like he played with Limerick minor hurlers and played with Limerick senior hurlers for seven years. Tommy Gary was playing the first day that I went to a Limerick senior hurling match. Uh, and I was a very, very, very small boy. Very, very, very small, Jack, in short pants, 1960. Final score, Tipperary 10-9, Limerick 2-1. I cried all the way home from Cork, from the athletic grounds in Cork in my infantile days, Jack, um, with disappointment. I still have the same level of disappointment if Limerick lose, but I don't cry, um, but almost. Um, but um, Tommy Gary was playing that day. And like there, there weren't great days for Limerick, as you, you would imagine, with... with, with, with um, with, with, with scores like that, and and um, uh, Tipperary actually were beaten. Uh, they went on to win the Munster final that year, but they they, they were beaten by Wexford in 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 the All Ireland final. A Wexford team that con contained the Limerick man, the late Seamus, the late Seamus Quaid. And um, in goals for 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 um, Tipperary that day was Terry Maloney, um, who um, is a granduncle of Patrick O'Donovan. Um, the young star from that that's that's playing with Effin now. Um, but um, yeah, Tommy Gary was playing that day, and um, uh, you know, um, in that period, in that seven years, and it was a serious competition back in those days, Jack. In 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 the late fifties and early sixties, um, the railway cups 
well, which was the interprovincial championships, um, were 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 staged in Croke, but the finals were staged in Croke Park on on St Patrick's Day, and at one stage at their zenith, they 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 they, they attracted crowds of between fifty and sixty thousand, and we we saw their subsequent um, unholy demise and undignified demise, um, but. Um, Tommy Gary won five Railway Cup medals with with Munster at right half back, and um, uh, there there were very very good half backs around at that time. You had you had Mick Lacey in Waterford, and you, above all, you had Mick Burns of Tipperary, who was an outstanding half back and who subsequently won four or five All Ireland senior medals with 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 Tipperary. But Tommy Gary was of that level. And that was a day, Jack. And um, uh, whatever you remember about the, um, the 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 railway cups, um, back then it, it, they were selected from the best players in the province. Um, uh, and you know, it, it was subsequently that the best players, for some reason, best known to themselves, disengaged from the competition, which which was very sad and which contributed to its which contributed to its demise. So, like Tommy Gary was was really, really there um, on merit, and um, he won five Railway Cup medals. Now he represented Limerick at senior football. Like he was an All Ireland champion handballer, and won a won a, a, a Hall of Fame award in subsequent years for his contribution to handball. He played football soccer under Ewan Fenton, the legendary manager of Limerick, with Limerick. He captained young Munster in 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 um, in in a Munster Cup final against Gary Owen. Like Tommy Gary did it all. He he could turn his hand uh, he could turn his hand to any sport and play it with his level of competency. You know that you know that was unbelievable. At the back of it all, he was just a lovely, lovely man. Lovely, lovely, lovely character. Absolutely loved sport. Loved the GA, had a great affinity and had a great career with Treaty Sarsfields, and had to suffer through or 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 um, saw the demise of his beloved um, uh, Treaty Sarsfields when they went out of existence, and then turned his allegiance to Clahan, whom he served faithfully right up to the time of his death two weeks ago. Tommy Gary is a, a, a desperate loss. Desperate loss. Um, Tommy Gary physically was a giant of a man. But Jack, he was a sporting giant, a true sporting giant. And to his family, we, we, we send our deepest sympathy. And, and um, you know, we, we, we certainly miss that friendly, uh, accommodating face that we were so used to going in at the Gaelic grounds. May Tom rest in peace. He deserves it. Yeah, you, you definitely would miss that face. And I just want to send my condolences to the family of Tom McGarry, a real a real gent of, of Limerick GA. Um, before we finish, Matt, just quickly, the the Fitzgibbon Cup and Sigerson Cup draws were mid there recently. I might just cast an eye over them. They're not starting until mid-January, so a bit of new year before we get down to them. We'll have a, an in-depth look. But just firstly here, um, UL are the only team in the Sigerson Cup, the only Limerick team in it. They have IT Sligo. Um, UL will be boosted by having David Clifford in their ranks this year, if Sean Powder as well. But I, I think there'll be a lot of people going to UL this year to get a glimpse of David Clifford in action. Do you think? 
Ah, they will, they, they will, but sure, he's 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 just an exceptional, exceptional footballer, you know, an extraordinary footballer. He like he's nearly, you know, he's nearly a one-man team. Like if you ever talk about a genuine match winner, it it, it is David Clifford, but he he certainly will be a huge huge addition to him, and um, and Sean Powter is an absolutely fantastic footballer, um, but he he's been troubled a bit by injury, but. He's an absolutely fantastic footballer, and certainly um, UL with those boys on board will not be any anybody's pushover. Yeah. Um, I'm sure like, there's some Limerick lads in there. I just don't have the panel, but I'm sure there's some Limerick um, representatives in there. Um, Paul Maher, I think, is still floating around UL. Now, it could be finished. It's hard to tell with COVID who is in college or who isn't, but I'm sure close to time we'll have a full full panel list. And, um, moving on then to the Fitzgibbon Cup, where there is real Limerick interest and We've had a lot of Limerick winners in recent years. This was a draw. NUIG, UCD and UCC paired with Mary I. You probably couldn't have picked a harder group. Um, DCU, Manus, IT, Carlo and Watford IT. GMIT, Trinity College and NTU, Cork, which is the Munster Technological University. And I presume, I think it's only the, the Cork campus that can play in that with that team. And then in Group D, you have a, a Limerick derby almost. You have UL versus TUS Midwest, which was formerly LIT and Athlone IT together and TUD Dublin, which is the Technological University in Dublin. Um, some very interesting ties there, Matt. In Group A, NUIG, UCD, UCC, Mary I. NUIG um, have the best hurler of all time in your in your estimations on board. Yeah. And he, he'll go back to Mary I where he won two Fitzgibbon Cups. Um, again, if you were writing it, that will be the scripture writing. And then UCC, obviously, are back-to-back champions from 19 and, and 20. And UCD have really come along in, in recent years. It's it's a fascinating group, a group of death, really. Yeah, well, UCC are the kingpins of Fitzgibbon Cup hurling, Jack, over, over, over the years. And, um, like, it's, it's, it's um, they, 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 they say that Kerry... Um, you know, all they could think of was 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 the third Sunday in September when it comes to football and um, in 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 sporting and anyway, in UCC, all they can think of is the Fitzgibbon Cup final. You know, of which they they see as their right. Um, obviously, it's a it's a fantastic it's 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 a fantastic group to to be looking forward to. Um, you have Mary I like they're they're um, they're they're in exalted company this year. If we if we can just put it up there again, Jack UCD UCC, and and um, NUIG. So that that that's that's going to be an absolutely an absolutely fantastic group, and you're going to have quite a bit of Limerick involvement now. But apart from um, Mary I there and Keen Lynch, um, you you you've got the the, the Boylan brothers are with UCC and Ron Connolly is with UCC. Willem Hinn of of um, of um the piercing um is 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 with UCC so that there would be considerable um there'll, there'll be considerable limerick involvement in that and of course there will be considerable involvement um with, with um L U L um U L and and with um T U S Limerick or Midwest or, yeah <laughs> T U S Monster or We'll, we'll, we'll just have to do a crash course on, on college names, Jack, or something to to get get from the test. And um, with Sean Long, who we saw in the recent county um, uh, under twenty one final um, with the Pearsick, will be lining out with Trinity. Yeah. Um, 
he's done so for the last couple of years. So, like, that, that, there is going to be considerable, but we're not going to see Cahill O'Neill, nor we're not going to see um, Colin Coughlin, I think, involved in the Fitzgibbon Cup, because as freshers and as first-year students, Patrick O'Donovan is, comes into the same category, um, they're precluded from playing in the Fitzgibbon Cup. So, yeah, actually, look, it's a, it's a good break for those young lads. I was in at um, UL, actually played TUS in a challenge game. I was only up for a walk in UL, but an old housemate of mine was playing. Um, and I saw Adam English there watching the game. He's another that falls foul, yes, at um, first year ruling. But they'll have they'll have their fresher competitions, I'm sure we'll see them. And they'll be playing with Limerick. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. And you, 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 can just, you can just imagine by rolling off those four names how strong UL are going to be. Yeah, but for this year, and is uh, Liam Lynch is Liam Lynch in another one of them? Is he? Yeah, I think Liam did. Yeah, I think he did the leave insert, but sure, he's he won't have missed. He'll have missed this year anyway with injury. So he will um, miss it with injury. He'll miss. He'll, he'll miss it. He'll be able to enjoy his first year of college, which everyone should. I know. I don't know if that's the best advice to give him to an yeah. eighteen-year-old, but I'm I'm sure that the lads he's friendly with will will say the same thing. But if you had to nail your colours to the mast early, Matt, looking at those Fitzgibbon Cup, maybe. The draw will definitely have it say because you would have said NUIG, UCD, UCC and Mary I would have gone very far if they could. Only two of them will come out of it now. Mm. Um, anyone take your fancy? IT Carlo have been very strong in recent years as well. Um, MTU will probably be stronger with the fact that they have truly IT and he does nice herders down in Kerry. They'll probably have him as well. Um, if you had to call a team, Matt. Oh, geez, Jack, 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 yeah. Um, I could do the easy thing call my old school UCC. You've been leaning that way, I think. Quite yeah, but um, no, look, um, I, I I thought I had a cursory look at that panel this year. I didn't think it it sounded as as strong as it used to be. But because um, when we were talking off air, Jack, before we came on, and when when you reflected on some of the players that they have, apart from from the Limerick players who we know about. Yeah, they they, 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 they they certainly will be contenders. There isn't a doubt about that. But UL have to be contenders as well, Jack. Yeah, I'll go for my old college, UL. You can go for your old one, UCC, and hopefully they'll meet in the final. But it, look, it, it's a great combination to look forward to. Um, anyone that's off around those times, you know, maybe doing shift work or whatever, um, I definitely recommend to get out to see those. Oh, absolutely! Like some of the some of the finest games that are played every year are played at them. Um, like it, 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 it really. Um, if, if it's given Cup and then Sigerson Cup has has really come up in the hierarchy of the GA has really, really, really climbed in importance. Um, like and and, and it's, it's great because there, there are so many fantastic games in it and so many matchups. Like you you see the, what the randomness of the draw has thrown up there. NUIG, UCD, UCC and and Mary I like you know you're actually talking about possibly four contenders. You are and just to further on the importance of the Fitzgibbon Cup, I remember seeing Aaron Galan in, I think it was 2017, and he had just been dropped off the Limerick panel. And look yeah. at him now, three-time All-Ireland winner. Probably should have three All-Stars, one of the best herders in the country. So you'll find these hidden gems in these Fitzgibbon Cup games. But uh, that's that's a way, I guess. It's, it's it, gives, it gives that type of player the opportunity to 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 showcase their skills and showcase what they're doing. And at... at, 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 at um, at a very, very, very decent level. Yeah. You I know, suppose, um, Shane Conway was the same for UCC. 
Um, obviously, Carrier operating in the in the John McDonough for him, he was the main man for the best yeah. team in the year two years running. So it just goes to show these players are around. But that that competition, the Fitzgibbon is the seventeenth of January that week. The Sigerson is the week earlier, starting the tenth. So lots of local players looking out for our players from different counties playing locally that, that you might be able to see first the Fitzgibbon is in a group stage Jack as, as you outlined there and as you put up on your graphic um, the, 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 Sigerson. the Sigerson is a winner winners and losers in that you know you, there is a second chance but it's 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 knockout after that um, the losers um, they they, 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 they they get a second chance against fellow losers like obviously and the draw has been made for that we know we know who the pairings will be already well we don't know who the pairings were but we know who the possible pairings are but um uh, it's 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 um you know you, you have to be on the money right from the start but like hopping back there now to to group A in the Fitzgibbon Cup, you've got to be on the money from the very first throw-in of the first game uh, on that particular one because like there there are two there are two um, there are two colleges that have been habitually involved in the quarterfinals are not going to be involved this year. Yeah, I even There's think Mary, two of them are going to fall in the group stages. Mary, I even miss. UCC in the final in 19, as far as I remember. Um, I think they did, or else it was 2018, Mary, I got to the final, but they have met in latter stages recently. But look, we won't, we won't run that too much. Um, that competition is a month away, but it does it does get you kind of excited for the new year um, for those games. But for now, we'll focus on Newcastle West this Sunday against Austin Stacks in the Munster Senior Club Championship semi-final intrally at half mm. one. Um, many thanks to you again, Matt. We shouldn't. For... We shouldn't forget. We shouldn't forget uh, the the two. Um, or oh, the football uh, finals. Two domestic football games. Adair and Palace Kenry. <coughs> These days would be far more associated with hurling. Well, yeah. Adair would be with football anyway. But what a year to be for Kildare Palace Kenry. What that they had the under twenty one A football championship to the intermediate football championship. And they've a lot of that um, intermediate team, the, the likes of Liam Sullivan was captain of the, the adult team. He's underage. Carl Downs. Um, Carl Downs is. James Pomeroy, I think, is that age as well. Um, there's, there's a few more. They're, they're a young, young side, that intermediate team. But yeah, I would. Well, I don't know if any of the Adair senior team are underage. I don't think so. They're far more of a, a, a settled team. But um, yeah, it should be a cracking game at McNeville Park on Friday evening. And you have St. Pat's then and Ahan in the B final on Sunday, as you mentioned. So very, 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 very interesting final. Um, and of course, you know that Ahan in the past won five Limerick Singer football championships, five in a row yeah. in the 30s. So, and um, they haven't won it since. Again. They're building again. But um, I suppose try and get out the games this weekend and then. Next weekend, by my reckoning, is Christmas Day. So you it's might turkey and ham off. weekend, Jack, and plum yeah, pudding so and all that goes with it. You can take the day off that day. But um, I suppose that's it for us today. We'll be back again next week, Matt. Um, but obviously, we're looking back on Newcastle and those football finals. But we might just do a review of the year, um, just a special, just before Christmas. But until then, Matt, many thanks to you, and, and we'll be in touch soon. You're welcome, Jack. The impression the game we get all with what you put into it's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go and get it, the more about it. Not, not so much
control in the centre of the field from Kilkenny as Richie Bennis sends it high and over the bar. Your mother sends you down to the shop for pounds worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pounds worth of goods, can you? Just about kept in. Oh, well, it's Shawnee Buckley. To do that to Tomas O'Shea, he deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second game. Let me spend out there from the world court today. No more about him. He made all the run. That was it. Put the ball over the barrel, the fact of it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. Is there much time left? There's no sympathy, 